Kayanos, fresh tongues. Kayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kayanos! So we were able to lay down, we were able to go through foundational matters as it pertains to intercession. Is it okay? So, um, just to be sure, I will just ask one question. James, what is intercession? If you don't know by definition, you can at least paraphrase. Is it not, is it not true? So, um, somebody get mic for him. Uh-huh. No, sit down now. You are a man of God. Joshua, why? why? <laughs> I don't know why Joshua is laughing at him. I don't know why he's laughing at him. Maybe we answer the next question. <laughs> you answer the next. Go ahead, continue. Okay. Um, intercession is standing in the gap mm-hmm. um, for to secure God's verdict mm-hmm. over someone, mm-hmm. over a land or a territory. You did well. You did well. Amen. So roughly, that's the definition of intercession. Roughly, but it is it is wide. It is so wide that the scripture was telling us yesterday in the book of Hebrews chapter seven that the possibility that we experience day to day as believers is hinging upon a ministry, and that ministry is the heavenly ministry of the Christ. There are a few other heavenly ministries of the Christ. But one of them is intercession. So, when men intercede on earth, it is a proof that Jesus is interceding in heaven. So, we are recruited in his ministry. As I said, there is one office that executes the purpose of God in the kingdom. What is that office? Wait. This is my brother now. James, transfer the mic. The person beside you. The one that is having a yellow pen. Uh, so, no, sit down now. You are in your father's house. So, we have one office that is accused the purpose of God. What's the name of that office? Sorry, this is my first time of coming. Uh, it doesn't matter. Sit down. Don't worry. You can still answer it. It doesn't matter. It's not. Okay, repeat the question, sir. Uh-huh. There is one office that executes the purposes of God. What is the name of that office? Prayer. <laughs> no, it's not prayer. It's not prayer. So that office is the office of the Christ. So, um, don't be in a hurry to release the mic. You don't know whether God wants to help you by me asking you this question now. Because you will pay attention till I finish. Look at it. Remember when Jesus asked a question in the book of Matthew chapter 16? You know now. I hope you know. Ah. There is a question Jesus asked in Matthew chapter 16 now. He asked the first set of people. They couldn't answer it. He reduced the questionnaire. Asked another one. They couldn't answer it. 
He now reduced it to his twelve and asked them, I said, Who do you people now say that I, a son of man, am? You will remember that Jesus addresses himself as son of man. It is deliberate. I don't want to go there. That's another a whole new ball game. If you were here yesterday, we touched it a little. When we are talking about Hebrews chapter 7, I think verse 24, right? What was the verse? Verse 24, right? Ah. Good. Hi. You will go to heaven. <laughs> she, know, she knew she did well. So she was. <laughs> so he said, But this man, meanwhile, the scripture was talking about Jesus. Huh? So it is not coincidence, it is deliberate that he was identified as man. And remember, this analogy is post-resurrection. If you have me, say amen. amen. It is post-resurrection. So if it is post-resurrection, it will mean that Jesus has put back his deity. So I should suppose that he should no more be addressed as man. Is it not true? He should be addressed as what? God. Meanwhile, there is a certain kind of ministry that he was able to execute because he was man and is still man, actually. As I will tell you people, in fact, what I want to teach today is, I think, um, the six requirements for intercession. And I just touched one yesterday, and the one I touched, I just touched it, we have not explained, is identification. You see, the Bible said that he is able to save to the uttermost. And the, no, one of the major reasons he is able to save to the uttermost is because he was identified with the subject of his intercession. Are you getting the point? So, and remember where the scripture said that he was tempted in all ways. Are you getting the point? It is because he identified with our suffering, our weakness, our infirmities. He was hungry. John chapter 4. That is why he is able to intercede for us. There is a message we preached long ago when I used to use mouth and phone to record. While we are still at Akabezem. Um, one of the things we taught in that message is, is that um, I think something about infirmities. Forgotten. The capacity of a priest to succor the people that come to him is dependent on the measure of his understanding of the infirmities that is given to human beings. If you come to me now and tell me that you are struggling with praying for one hour in the night, if I have not suffered it, are you getting the point? Will I know how to help you? Are you getting the point? So Jesus, we have is not we have to. He passed through all of these things so that he will have it in him to be able to execute that kind of ministry. So let's get back now. So um, the question that was asked in the book of Matthew chapter 16 is, who do men say that I, the son of man, what am? So a man rose up. His name was what? Peter. It was there that we found out that there is a fundamental grace that was poured into his home. It was the first time that such a grace was manifest in his ministry. Huh? And that grace is the grace of the interpretation. So he looked and said, ah, Thou art what? Wait, don't answer. This is my brother now. You are still with the man. Yes. What did he answer? He said, Thou art Christ. Sit down. Don't worry. You are, just feel relaxed. I'm your brother. Huh? Uh, answer. Said thou art Christ, the Son of the Living God. If you have stopped at thou art Christ, you wouldn't have been correct. Okay, sir. So he said, Thou art what? One. Christ. Wait. Number one, thou art what? Christ. Number two, 
So there is a twofold application to that person. Number one application is thou at Christ. And my point is about the Christ. If you move forward to the book of Acts chapter 2, when the same Peter is giving interpretation based on the outburst, outpour, the breakthrough from heaven upon that location called upper room. There was a breakthrough upon the people that has been waiting on God. It is, it is a principle that if a group of people gather in the name of Jesus and wait on God for long, it won't take time. He will break on them. You don't need to ask him to come home. Part of the reason why people beg God to come is that they have not, sometimes they are not unified, sometimes they have not tarried enough. When you tarry enough, even God can say, I won't come. How many times do we beg God to come to our meeting in this tent? How many times do we beg him? Why? Because we have achieved the quota of tarrying to draw the hand of God consistently at least to a measure. There are businesses we might need to execute, we might need to climb higher. But there is a minimum execution capacity that we have retained in the spirit. So anytime we come here, it is consistent. If you are with me, say amen. amen. So, he began to give another interpretation in the book of Acts chapter 2. He was telling them, in fact, by the, as a result of the fact that the Holy Ghost came on them, one of the very first proof, that is why, you know, many people get baptized in the Holy Ghost now, and they still suffer some things that the baptism of the Holy Spirit should, should have expunged out of their life. If you see somebody baptized in the Holy Ghost that is still struggling, the person is still ashamed of preaching, is still, you know, afraid. I don't know the Holy Ghost that you receive. Because the first thing the Holy Ghost does when it comes upon a man and you speak in tongues, say after me, boldness. 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 A naturally timid young man like me cannot be bored and be talking to men. The things I say, you can't say it. When I finish saying it, I will now become a normal human being. But when I'm here, something. Sometimes it's like a garment. When I look at big people, they become small. Sometimes I will be standing on this altar. You think I'm standing here. Where I'm standing is so high. And then I look at the people. It is from there that we broadcast. When you thunder from there, even a deaf person will hear you. He's, he, he's not hearing well. So, but the motions of the spirit can communicate to his spirit. He can know that tangibilities are being communicated from the spirit realm. He can actually encounter the reality. Meanwhile, you are not saying anything. If you think I'm joking, just bring my video, remove the voice. Just be watching me, watching my motions. <laughs> Angels will come and will come down and be touching you. Why? The real communication. Now, the, the voice is powerful. The voice is fundamental. But there, there is an, an other things that accompany it. So, Peter said something there. And my brother, what's your name? Kilechi, sir. Uh-huh. So, it's me and you now. So, Peter said, the same Jesus that you have killed, he received boldness to make that kind of statement because the Holy Spirit has come and the first thing that was obvious in their life is that their fear left. The same Peter that a young lady asked and said, are you not among them? And he said, Kai, I no follow. 
The same Peter now stood. No more a young lady, but the sheep priests, all of them were standing. He said, the same Jesus you crucified is now the Lord. And what? So my point now is the Lord and Christ. He said, he now made a further statement and said, it is on the account of that that you now see the Holy Ghost being shed forth. And you need to know that the administrations of the purposes of God is hinging upon the outpouring of the Spirit. It is, the move, it is when the Spirit is moving that we know God is moving. So many times God hinges his purposes on the day that his spirit will begin to move. If he moves for one hour, many times God will try to achieve as much as possible that day that God moved in your life. A lot of things will happen. and Which is why many of those seasons, what happens is that you will notice that many seedlings of the workings of God will be left in your heart. Eh? Such that when you now live there and start engaging certain things in your life, over time, a few of them will mature. But you will not notice that it was in one, maybe just one thirty minutes of hooking into the power line of heavenly frequency that you are able to download things that is not normal. Huh? So God takes advantage of that move on your soul, the move on your heart, to implant and incubate your heart with heavenly substance that might take, sometimes it will take three years for that thing that happened to you in thirty minutes to mature. Huh? Some of us, it was encounters that we had. We never knew how robust and, and, and big such encounters were until after two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years, ten years. And then we saw that the move of God that appeared to us as an encounter that lasted two hours in a room was something that is transforming into something that can affect the whole world. So God implanted in the heart of a young man in two hours something that can conquer a generation for a hundred years. So, why didn't God do? He will have to wait until that moment that he captures everything about you in the move of his spirit. So, it was within the window of the move of his spirit that many things began to happen. Huh? It is within that window that in, in the book of Acts chapter 2, that he began to release certain things. And even in that time, even Satan cannot do anything, even if he wants to. Because all of the people that were listening to Peter were held spellbound. He said, that same Jesus is the Lord and Christ. So the Christ there is the representative of his office. So he is telling them that the outpouring of this spirit you are seeing is because Jesus is coronated. Huh? There is an office that is vacant and that office is the one that is vested with the capacity to activate this kind of season. Are you with me oh? So this season that you are seeing represented by the outpouring of the Spirit on the day of Pentecost can only happen if an office in the heavens of God is activated. And that office was activated at the event of the ascension of Jesus when he resurrected. So when he appeared, according to um, the, um, 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 uh, the, the explanation that that um, documentation that the prophet John gave us in the book of Revelation. Eh? He said that it was, even though you see as if it's short while, but in heaven a session was called. And in that session they, they brought out scroll and said who is what? The lamb went and just kept. Do you know when you are overqualified, you, you are just quiet. The people that make noise are the people that are not qualified. And many of the time they wonder why they are not chosen. 
Once you think like that, it is almost always all the time that you are not qualified. The qualified people, they don't make noise. Their qualification find them out. The Bible said the lamb, just as he was slain, he was there. And they asked questions. Guess what? The question is not just to angels. It's to demons, to Satan, to death, to principality. Where are you from? Anambra, sister. Where in Anambra? Oko, sir. Oko. <laughs> the deity of Oko, what was the name? I don't know, sir. Uh-uh. Where did you grow up from? In the north. No Zambra wonder. State. You are a northerner. Where is Budosa? What was the name of the deity of of your village, of your district? What was the name? The general one. <laughs> you say, is he the general one? <laughs> that means... <laughs> I'm talking about the general one. Like, if he's at Newe now, the name is, the name of their own is Edo. Hmm? He's a female spirit. Huh? He's married. The female spirit is married. Is the wife of their own deity. So snake used to be our in-law, Abimwadiana. Is it not true? Mm, snake is the in-law of this town. So you know who? You know how it works. If my mother marries here, eh? if I go back there, I'm Wadiana. Mm. See how Satan manipulated. Seasons, manipulated people, all of you are bound. So, what's the name of your own? Give him mic. Don't, as in, put it in his mouth because you will be holding the mic for today. Yeah, Papa, if he's the general one, mm-hmm. he's Idemili. Mm-hmm. But if he's one in my own community, mm-hmm. they call it Onyekozu. Hmm. 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 You know what I want to say? Idemili was there when they said who is worthy. The guy escaped. Meanwhile, now he's terrorizing people at Ogidia and his environment. Eh? Okija Shrine was there. He escaped. What's the name of your own village? There is one that is at Opi. Opi Nsuka. That one is powerful. I don't know the name. And many, many, they escaped. They ran away. The lamb was casually one place. If you didn't say you strong, come out. Huh? You don't know the power you have. And the level of Satan is to make sure you don't know it. What I'm teaching you now, many times when I'm through, if I go in the night, I will now start doing warfare. Because Satan doesn't want me to teach you what I'm teaching you, the way I'm teaching you. With the energy I'm teaching you. Because it's not just information. What I tell you has the capacity. The way I minister has the capacity to jack you up to experience. Many times if I talk, you see yourself doing it already. It has not happened physically, but you are... Have you not seen yourself? Sometimes you see yourself in, in your mind. You are killing some... You are doing some dangerous things. Mm. For everything I finally did physically, I also did it in my mind. Though. I will see in my mind where I'm dealing... I did it in my mind. I will be. Pray- I did it for long, like five years, until it began to manifest. Huh? 
Because I listened to Reverend David O'Will. He said that when you tarry with God, demons will cry out. I come before demons, they will be telling me, I will not go. I said, what is wrong with my own Holy Ghost? I said, I will not stop. Okay, have you not tried it? You, you cast demon. Okay, you are here. You have casted demon on then you are tired, you now go. <laughs> Raise your hand now, don't be ashamed. <laughs> and then later on, in another season, you now came back and said, hey, and the demon jerked and left. What's the difference? The same thing, it was there as a reality in the spirit, but somehow it has been drawn as your own personal experience. A day came. I stopped even talking. Huh? If I'm, an, if I'm, if I'm in, in this environment and somebody is demonized, it won't take time. The person will manifest. So my presence now abhors demonic activity. Somebody slept with me on the same rock and the demon inside him quickly left. In the night, we are sleeping, he left. <laughs> Turn to your neighbor. At your left and at your right, say, you need fire. <laughs> the person didn't hear you. Talk to the person. Say, sister, you need fire. I've seen some people that don't need fire. Lord, as many as sincerely cry for fire. You see, every hand. <laughs> uh, you can't have enough of it. Some people say, eh, no fire. I have found that almost all the time when God wants to come, He comes as fire. He comes. They even called Him the consuming fire. Sorry, I will have fire. Don't have your own. So, back to my teaching. What is wrong with this television after 30 minutes? Back to my teaching. So, the, the, the statement, what Peter was trying to show them is that an unoccupied office has been occupied. Remember, the basis of our digression is to show you that there is a functional office now. Are you getting the point? And that office is not an office that actually started existing when Jesus died. The office has been existing before creation. If what is in the book of Ephesians is to be correct, huh? Ephesians chapter 1, chapter 2, and chapter 3. You see, this my television that is not working is distracting me because I should have been moving. If you go to the book of Ephesians chapter 3, I want you to see it. I can be quoting it off my head, but I want you to see it so that you need to write it and do further studies. If you go to the book of Ephesians chapter 3, the scripture was talking about the mystery of God and by Paul's revelation, he told us that that mystery is Christ. So this is the mystery of God that has been hidden in ages past, but God has decided in a dispensation of the end of the times to begin to reveal it to begin to reveal it to us he said he began to do this through his holy prophets and apostles 
it was there that we found out that every single thing God wants to do is to be summed up where? In Christ. So it will mean that there is nothing God will do, there is no way He will do it that is not in and by Christ. So it will mean that God has summed up His functions, has summed up the execution of His purposes within an office. Are you getting the point? And that office is what? Correct. Christ. And then, the reason why they now say son of the living God is that that office is not vacant. That office is occupied by a person. And the identity that that person holds in context with the achieving of the purposes of God is certainly the son. Mm. He has to be the son and in many instances they use other um, words and metaphors similes to represent him. In some cases, they call him firstborn. The reason why he has to be firstborn is because he has to pattern a model. Pattern a model that every other person, whether you are victor, you don't have any other standard to be measured up to, except the one that Jesus has what? Pattern. So he became firstborn. Eh? Firstborn in that context is not necessarily the person that is, was born first. Firstborn means building material. <laughs> I just pray that God will give you understanding of these deep matters. It will mean that for every other person that is created in this order, that is building material, is that first one. So what happened is that God got first. And then from first, eh, he made others. So that is what it means to be firstborn. Not firstborn that he was born first. And then... Uh, Jasper was born second. That's not the case. His firstborn, in God's context, eh, the original, eternal understanding of firstborn is not somebody that came out first. It can be that, but not fundamentally that. It is somebody that is the building material. Eh? Every other person or every other issue that comes out of that lineage is built with that material that the first is built. That is why, uh, in God's context, uh, if you trace the principle of firstborn from the old covenant, you will notice that God invests a lot of energy on the first. Because once the first is correct, if the first fruit is holy, what will happen to the lump? You people are not even good enough in the script. The Bible said that if the first fruit is holy, then the lump is holy. So God's target is to deal everything on the first. And which is why the Bible said in the same Hebrews chapter 2 verse 10, it said that he became the captain of our salvation through suffering for one reason. So that he will bring what? Sons unto glory. That is the target of God in passing him through the regime of suffering. The process that he was subjected to so that he will become a kind of person and then subsequently that person is now the building material for every other person that will come into the same inheritance. So God doesn't need to crack his head. He just takes out of the spirit of Christ and builds you. Takes out of the spirit of Christ and builds another man. Takes out of the spirit of Christ and builds Vera. Hmm? Yes. Do you understand now? Yes, sir. 
you know, you are the one. If you have answered my question, we wouldn't have gone this far. If you are with me, say amen. amen. So, let's come back. Let's come back. So, it will mean, remember, the reason why we went this far is because the office of the Christ captures the execution of the purposes of God. Only. That will mean, if a man becomes a partner or inductee, if you become an inductee in, in that purpose, uh, the circumference of your oppression, the width of your authority, is captured where now? Huh? In Christ. Correct. In Christ. Because that ministry was willed to the office of the Christ. If it is true that you now want to participate in that ministry, or even if the Father wants to make you now to participate in it, there is no other way to make you to participate except to give you an inheritance. Where? Christ. And that is what the book of um, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 9, 8, 10 is trying to show us. Huh? So, the, that one man is the owner of that office, but he decided not to have it alone. He opened his heart and inducted you into the purposes of God. It will mean that when, are you getting the point? It will mean that when we stand and intercede as a program that executes the purposes of God fundamentally, it is not something we are doing on our own. We are just trying to execute um, on behalf of a person. So an office that captures the purposes of God fundamentally gives itself to intercession. It is such a ministry that when Jesus summarized his work upon the face of the earth, the miracle working ministry, gathering of crowds, discipleship, Bible teaching. You know all the things Jesus did? And my brother. <laughs> you know. Don't. Okay, take the mic to him. Do you, wait, don't go first. Do you know or do you not? Okay, you know two. Tell me two of the things that. Give him mic. Give him mic. I want all of you to participate. Tell me two things. Uh, put it in his mind. Two things that you know Jesus did when he was on earth doing ministry. He did some miracles. Uh-huh. Um, deliverance. Good. Let's stop there. He preached. He taught. He did miracles. Do you know beyond that he even fed people? Is it not true? There are many things he did. In fact, he fed people. Do you know what gathered the largest crowd? My brother, that food mechanism works. We were struggling to gather people in our first sonship conference. God said, oh, I have put free feeding. As soon as we wrote free feeding, people now came. Brothers and sisters, even believers like free things. Hmm? Do you know the problem? When you continue collecting, collecting, one day, when you, now, you are now matured, eh? you will now be the one giving. Some of you, the reason why you are giving now is because you collected. All the camp meetings we have been going is people that paid for you free or that you will pay one day. Yes. That, no, you won't pay. That's if you become a responsible son. That's sorry for saying you will pay. Only responsible sons will get to that cadre. Irresponsible people will still be waiting for people to beg them. I'm not supposed to be here. Hmm? Some of us have gone to meetings, so you know now, I have gone to PMP and I slept outside. 
as code didn't kill me in that hamatan, code will not kill me. Some people don't know the price some of us have paid just to hear. As soon as I saw Reverend David O'Willie enter that hall, I said, God, I've answered. All I want in this world is for this man to pass beside me. Some of us pursued it all. I'm telling you. And when the man passed, it seemed as if heaven passed. I said, what is this? Hi! How can somebody carry heaven and be passing? Oh God, am I not a man like him? You know, people say they are struggling with their prayer life. They, that means they didn't hear this kind of thing I'm saying. If you really hear you with your spirit, it is enough to make you to pray for 12 hours. If you pray for 3 hours and you want to come out, as you are coming out, has he landed? <laughs> the, our generation is unserious. The way you are rushing to come out from the secret place, the last time you came out, what has changed since that last time? Why are you in a hurry? Meanwhile, God is calling us to the secret to show us great and mighty things that we know not of. I will tarry. Turn to your neighbor and say, I will tarry. I will tarry. I will tarry. I know there is greatness in me. But it seems as if we have to press for it to come out. It seems as if we need to go to the wine press for it to come out. So when Jesus summarized all the miracle working ministry, the feeding ministry, the deliverance ministry, you know all the ministry he did now? Even the ministry of going to a wedding. Did you notice that Jesus he likes feasting? You know? I noticed that in the Bible. Didn't you go and check. Once you call Jesus, come and eat. You know they say no. A man of God. <laughs> Jesus has never said no to food. Anyway, before he left, he said the bridegroom will leave. And when he leaves, what will happen? You will fast. But for now, don't fast. Are you sure you are fasting? You are not. Make Antigua. What kind of fasting? Three days dry. Six to six is he fasting? Brothers and sisters in Sabo, is six to six fasting? It is just to keep yourself on, and just to make sure your engine no knock. <laughs> just to make sure engine no, no what? No, no. There, there are people saying, the way you are looking at me, it seems as if six to six is fasting for you. Some people even following me online can be clapping for themselves that they fasted six to six. What is six to six? If you are a busy man, you won't know when it's six in the evening. No be so, James. Huh. If you push it to nine, we will manage nine. <laughs> Joshua. <laughs> Joshua is asking, he said, what kind of man is this? Should I die for you? You better die. Oh. We don't want this, your version. Stop being his friend. This version 
Stop, stop being this, the friend of this version. The one I'm interested in. When it comes, you, even you will like that one. You are not angry enough with this version. Mm. So back to my... When Jesus finished the eating, the feasting, the wedding, the nun tapped him after some time. Especially starting from Matthew chapter 18. You see, he was waiting for the response from a souvenir. The, the father told him that anytime you get this kind of response from your disciples, just know it is time. So when he administered the questionnaire, and they said, and they said, thou art Christ, the son of the living God. And I said, yeah. He began to tell them that the son of man will die, and on the third day he is going to rise up. So, so, so. The same Peter that said, thou art Christ, the son of the living God, and said, took him aside and said, you will not die. Brothers and sisters, I put it to you that you can still speak from both sides of the mouth. That is why every Christian must be, must be grounded in discernment. And the fundamental facility that furnishes the heart of a man with discernment is the teaching of truth. It is teaching that brings discernment. Not necessarily gift. Even the gift of discernment can be weak. Can be manipulated in certain times. You, it can be manipulated by your mood. It can be manipulated by many things. Do you know your dream can be manipulated by somebody's prayer? I tell you. My mother has been an intercessor for long. And I, the intercessor that trained her told her that if the hand of God is like this, eh, that there is a kind of prayer. Prayer not going to herbalist that can turn it like this. My mother said it's a lie. That whatever God wants to do, he will do it. That whatsoever God wants to do, he will what? Guess what? It, we found out that it was true. Huh? Somebody went and paid that something in about 30 intercessors for 7 days or 14 days to fast and pray against my father's church that is a something of the devil. Huh? I put it to you that my father's church did not survive it. Meanwhile, other things are happening and those people were later judged. But that thing was powerful enough. Are you getting the point? These are mysteries. I don't want to go there. It will take me away. Huh? In fact, the reason why I'm teaching you intercession is that an intercessor is basically an attorney. That means that your fundamental duty is litigation. Sometimes it's litigation. Sometimes it's defending. But what is important for you to understand is that your power lies in your capacity to plea for a case. Are you getting the point? If you cannot plea for a case, a bad lawyer can lose a good case. That's the problem with many issues that we see. In fact, when you see an issue that is begging for intervention and nothing is happening, it will mean that there are bad lawyers everywhere and they lack the capacity to bring the measure of intervention that is needed in such a matter. Huh? Many times the case is, is open. It's easy. It's an open and closed matter. But yet, we fail in bringing intervention. The reason why we fail in intervention is not because the case is not winnable. There are many winnable cases in your life, in your family, in the territory, but we are still lacking because we have not um, been able to get competent attorneys. And one of, in fact, my, my my job today is to show you the measurement of competence. And the measurement of competence in intercession, assuming you are standing and representing 
the case as an attorney is those requirements I want to tell you. It is the requirements that makes you competent to adjudicate in a matter. So when you look at the word, the scripture in the book of Luke chapter 18 verse 1, you will see it's a court session. Meanwhile, the scripture is talking about intercession. And it's trying to tell you that you can get anything. You can get any answer. And he was showing us that one of the credentials that brings, um, that, that qualifies a man, one of the requirements for an intercessor is that you must be importunate. In the case of that woman, what the scripture was trying to teach, that an attorney that wants to be a litigator in the court of heaven must have as a fundamental tool in his back is what? Importunity. That is one of it. So he's trying to say that many people lost many cases not because they are weak in the natural. My father, nobody is there. My mother, there is no job. Even the, my uncle and my, that said they will help me. Now I finish school, they are not. You are missing the point. This woman is a, is a widow. And the judge is not a good judge. He is an unjust what? Judge. So she's, and she's even a woman. So she's disadvantaged in all angles. Yet, Importunity in intercession was able to procure the verdict. And that is one of the things you must have in your bag. I will yet show you. So, assume in intercession that you are an attorney. It will mean that there is a case that needs to be won. Is it not true? Now, the reason why I began to show you people fundamentally what we were able to analyze yesterday in the book of uh, Isaiah, Isaiah chapter what? Huh? Isaiah chapter 33 verse 20 is it 21? no, 22 for the Lord for the Lord God is our what? so the, the thing we brought out I don't want to go here is that I told you people that the way God acts eh, is based on his nature how does God act? from his nature his actions flows from the fountain of his nature. So if God is a judge here, it will mean that his nature captures justice. Huh? And once you see a man that gives himself to... What's wrong with that, lady, that fair lady? Are you okay? Manage. Don't, don't slip off entirely. If it is true, it will mean that justice is within God and it flows out. And anytime you see justice, that means that person retains a capacity within him to, to listen to reason. Say after me, reason. You see, justice is given to reasonability. It's given to logic. And if it is true, then there is a possibility of soliciting. And that is what intercession is fundamental fundamentally is. Intercession is soliciting for somebody eh, towards another person concerning a matter that the person should consider this case. Consider this person like this. Are you getting the point? That's what intercession is. But the reason why you are interceding and soliciting for intervention or for the person to see the matter in this way, probably intervene or turn his hand in a, in a particular way is because you are rightly assuming that the person is what? Say after me, reasonable. Meanwhile, <laughs> even Luke chapter 18 said that even in the case where the judge is unreasonable, intercession can still procure the matter. Are you getting the point? Because the factors that makes for resource many times are beyond the persons involved. 
the universe has already been structured in such a way. The creator of the universe created the universe in such a way that he should respond to certain things, certain matters in a certain way. So even when Jesus was crying, all the pain he was passing through, do you know they did not release him? Until the full measure was met and he said, it is what? Finished. And the scripture now told us in the book of um, I hope you know that when you say the atonement, the atonement is not just atonement. What was happening was actually a court session. Jesus had to meet a demand. Are you getting the point? He has to meet a demand. And as long as the demand that he takes to rescue and redeem man has not been met, eh, he cannot be released from the quota of sacrifice he needs to make for redemption to come. So the Bible now said in the book of Isaiah chapter 53, uh-huh, you can give me sound now. In the book of Isaiah chapter 53, he said that when he saw his soul to avail, he was what? You see, um, in the atonement, help me to get back because what I'm trying to teach you is the reason why justice is the reason for intercession and the reason for intercession is because justice is factored within the frame of God's nature. Eh? And when justice is factored within his frame, then reasonability and logic is there. And when reasonability and logic is there, it means that you can solicit, you can appeal. Reduce a little more. You can appeal to the person to look at this matter. Eh? That thing that God has is so serious that even demons can appeal to it. And God will listen. <laughs> And that is why many times, if you go to the scripture, the Bible says, bring your strong reason. Bring your argument. He's trying to say, become an attorney. Stop complaining. Eh? Have you seen where people are? They, they, you bring them at The person is trying to blackmail. Blackmail doesn't work on God. What works on him is argument based on reasons. Eh? And many times, the tools of our argument is, is the truth that is captured within the scripture. Many times, even there are some cases, if you leave God the way he was, he wouldn't have forgiven many people for the way they sinned. Eh? But it is contained in the charter that Jesus received as a scroll when he rose from the dead. That any man that comes to God in his name will be saved. So the blood is there. Even when God wants to say no, the blood said yes. So that thing eh, is something that is an argument that is irrefutable. When you bring it before God as a basis of soliciting, so when a man brings such an argument and he brings it and says, forgive me for the blood. The Bible said in such a matter, even if God wants to say, uh, Jesus is sitting there as an intercessor. Uh, to make sure that what God is supposed to do concerning the matter that he did it. Even if he doesn't feel like it, intercession can make something to happen. Even men don't feel, when they don't feel like it. I have had such answers. Uh, Believe me when I talk about give me small believe me when I talk about this matter. I have prayed on my knees, I have gotten answers from things. The people that did it didn't know when they did it. Because I know that the facility I'm engaging is beyond the feelings of men. Eh? It is something that is held up in the annals of eternity. Eh? When you hold it, it's like the horns of the altar. You throw it down.
there is such men I desire to rise from this meeting. Eh? Men that we vow we will not have no as an answer. Is it not that this is what God wants to do? Many times what I search for, eh? God, oh, what do you want to do? He said, I have made you a prophet to your family. Liberate them. Liberate them. And you come and tell me that your brother has refused. You have been praying for your brother. <laughs> you, you, you have not realized the power given to you. If it will take me 21 days fasting for that power to break out, I will do it. Eh? If it will take me 21 days, 3 hours night vigil in the night for my horn to grow. For my horn to grow. Eh? Because it takes a horn to execute horns. I will do it. James! I have made thee a prophet. Meanwhile, it is not like this. Intercession, your knees, until you rise to that man. Eh? And when the people that you are sent to sees the man, the man Moses, coming back, the one they chased away, he came back, they looked at him, they saw that he had a rod. They have to respond. Boy. My generation will respond. I will come with so much weight that when I land, the, the ground will shake. Add it to your prayer. Make me heavy. And the land is hard and the family is tough. It's because you are not heavy enough. Eh? When heavy men begin to arrive, seven of them, <laughs> that's what we are doing here. Eh? In tents here, in Sabo here. The mighty men of David. The Bible said there was one that is called Shama. Eh? When others left, he, he stood at the gate. He, ah! One man equal to 10,000 men. We need 10,000 of them. Eh? One at Omok. One at Potakot. One at Choba. Begin to call them for me in, in River State. Eh? LMA. Uh -huh. Begin, continue calling. Eh? Igrida. Uh -huh. All of them standing like this. When Satan wants to collect it, eh? a man with horn will stay there and say, This portion have the Lord allotted to me. And I say, George, I stand to establish the counsel of God. For heaven has given me a staff, a staff of authority, a staff of office, and I have a rod, and my rod has put it in the presence. Let me tell you, when you become an intercessor for long, eh, the object of your intercession will be subject to your desires. I tell you, when you pray for this land long enough, when they want to allot land, portions in the spirit, they will allot to men based on how much their intercession is heavy in the spirit. That's how we know intercessors that have weight. Eh? A day we come. <laughs> A day we come. Mark this word that I'm saying. Today is what date? Seventh of what? Seventh of October, twenty twenty-one. A day we come. We will stand from. We will stand on this altar, and we will put kings and remove them. 
That's why we intercede. That's where Abraham rose to. Huh? And when Abimelech collected his wife, they went to the night and told him, you are dead. They didn't, say, they didn't say, we will kill you. They said, what? You are dead. You are a dead man. Go and beg him to pray for you. Meanwhile, the guy is doing as if he is nothing. If you see him on the street, you will pass. Huh? That's how men that rule the land they are. Huh? The, 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 the priest that serves the deity that controls your territory, you don't see him on the street. When you even see him, he will just be walking small, small as if he's normal. Just meet him where power dwells. Then you will see men in their regalia. Huh? Lord, may my smallness end in the natural. When we appear in the spirit, may men be gifted. Huh? May, may they be gifted. May our biceps in the spirit be as big as the oaks of Bashan. May our home be exalted like the cedars of Lebanon. May our voice thunder like the voice of the angels, like trumpets. Huh? When you rise in the night and intercede, the land will be shaken. They will say, where, where are they making noise? Meanwhile, it is just two lepers that was entering the camp of the Syrians. But the noise they generated eh, was so much that they said that the children of Israel has invited three armies. One man. One man is equal to three armies. Sister, pray for one minute. Ask God, make me this kind of person. There is much work to do. Give God strong reason. Tell him there is much work. We cannot continue at this pace. Victor! Victor Benjamin. <laughs> Taylor Taylor Tas Fatahataka Mantiate Mamahamba Fotoski Fatal Embrete Pahata Mantecari Kaite Benacapo Avele Tempani Catalian de Leboca 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 Bracatataska Bracatataska Tecatia la Patala Fana capita kama mante. Oh. 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 Yeah. 
first requirement for intercession is importunity. Obviously, we already have a stark example in the book of Luke chapter 18 verse 1. Let's see it. And he spake a parable unto them to this end that men ought always to what? Pray. And So if you are a man, prayer continues. Because the purpose of man is to execute the purpose of God. Number two, verse two. Saying there was in a city a judge. Mark the word judge. It will give you context. Which feared not God, neither regarded man. Verse three. And there was a widow in that city. And she came unto him saying, Avenge me of my what? I didn't hear you. Avenge me of my what? Okay, continue. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God nor regard man, yet, say after me, yet, 
I fear not God and regard no man. I have not seen that kind of human being. But I, I believe there is. But in reality, there is none. An atheist might think he doesn't regard God, but um, when he wants to have accidents, many of them, especially if they are Nigerian atheists, Nigerian atheists will shout Jesus when they want to have accident. Believe me. Hmm? Nigerian atheists, when they fall inside the hand of bandits and Fulani men, they will pray in tongues. Nigerian atheists. They are born in church. It's just that they expected too much from church. They are looking for what church we give them, not what they will give to church. So their expectation was not met. Probably one or two bad eggs misrepresented God and they felt bad and they carried it on their head. As if that thing changes anything about God. Huh? Huh. If you do free education, Nigerian atheists will come and collect scholarship. Nigerian is Nigerian. Hunger go kill you with you and your atheism. If it's abroad, they have money. Those kind of things is the thing that rich people do. You know, there is a way you have money, you start asking questions. If you ask questions anyhow now, you can ask your helper and he will close his bag. So this particular judge is an atheist. And he's not just an atheist. This one, he also doesn't respect human beings. But this woman doesn't have any option but to press that man. I'm telling you, I've seen a woman. You don't know the reason why some of us have survived this far is because I did not know there are dimension skills in intercession. I don't know whether what they are doing is correct, whether their mode of operation is correct, but I will use their result as an example for you. There is a, a prayer and prophetic, one of the foremost prayer and prophetic ministries that is in Eastern Nigeria. How many of you have heard of Ufuma Practical Praying Ministry? You, you, even if you don't know your father, no, raise your hand now. Many of you. Uh -huh. That place, eh? One man that used to attend that place. My father used to know him when they were in worry. So the man now did something with his ogre. He was collecting the ogre's cement and was building a house in the village. So the ogre now used police and was coming to the village for investigation. Once they see that bag of cement, they were arresting. The man didn't know what to do. So he went back home, brought out, because those people don't joke with Sam. He brought out about seven Sams. Eh? And kept the man's name. And was calling the Sam and calling the man's name. Calling the police people. Calling the Sam, calling the man's name, calling the police people. They came, looked at the bag. They were seeing another thing. Their eyes was blind. They didn't see anything and they left. Meanwhile, everything was there. I don't want to take this matter far because priesthood rules the universe. 
which is why if dark priesthood generates more stature, more incense, more sacrifices, we will just be wishing and praying that God should give us our man in the next election or our man. It will not happen. No matter how much you wish that things will get well. You can change person. You can even do many things, agitation, and then the person will now come and be worse than the former people. Do you know why? Every throne has a life of its own. God is the only one that gives his throne life. In other thrones, the throne is the one that controls you. So, if you are a good man and you sit upon, let's assume the throne of this Anambra state, the, that throne will begin to manipulate your behavior. So, you will see a pastor or an elder that has spoken in tongues in the church become the governor of your state and he will steal your state dry and be behaving as if he never knew that Jesus died. Do you know that man will finish his governorship tenure and come back and start preaching? He will even be crying and telling God to forgive him. Do you know why? The sacrifices that is in the foundation, the priesthood that empowers that throne overpowers the man. So when you sit upon those thrones, you don't sit upon it just on the basis of being innocent and being a good man. You sit upon it based on the, on, on the basis of sacrifices and strength in the spirit. Huh? A woman was promoted in the office. Huh? By Monday, they will put her in the office and she will sit in her office. So they celebrated and they left. Do you know the seat she was supposed to sit on on Monday? They took it to a shrine. And the things left over the weekend in the shrine. By Monday, they brought it back. The woman made new hair. Say after me, new hair. You are, you are not with me, sister. Say after me, new hair. New shoes. Say after me, new bag. And then appeared and greeted everybody. They said, Madam, welcome. In answer. Who told you that that thing is still a seat? After it has left in the shrine, you can be seeing a physical seat like this. Meanwhile, what you are, what it has become is is the mouth of a python. You just go. And... May God have mercy on you. Sat on it, was partially paralyzed. Some of us, the things we have touched that should have done that thing to us, it didn't happen. That's why Satan is afraid of you. Because some of those things should have done, but you came with enough weight and was doing it. Do you know how many poison have been given to you? You just ate it. If it was not for what is happening here, people in Sabo would have died from food poisoning. Me, I'm sure. Huh? The, I, I have seen in some cases where the People came intentionally and poisoned what you people are eating. But you didn't know. You ate it with thanksgiving. Say after me with thanksgiving. Yeah. Ah. And it's even nourishing your body. Because you are stronger than the priesthood that powered that. You know, we that travel on the road often. Sometimes people will bring visions, many things. They say, if you travel, you will die. This one, I saw where the road was not clear. I saw where 
There is one I went to Abuja. Somebody said that he, she saw where one big tree now fell on the road. You were there now. The big tree now fell on the road and there was no way. I said, ah. Me too, I'm an earth moving machine. If we see tree, it's good that trees fell on the road so that our machine will see work to do. If we see the tree, we clear it, we clear it out of the way. Majority of the people will pass because we passed. Fast car is powerful because caterpillar has passed. Hmm? Without bulldozers, many fast cars will not rise. It takes bulldozer to crush the foundation. I have begun, there are vehicles that are called uh, trucks. The, the, what they have is truck chassis. Meanwhile, if you see them, it's Americans that use it like Ford. It looks as if it's beautiful. But when it's climbing mountains or rocks, it will be doing like this. He's not afraid. You, you will get your own. What's the name of that, your car? Rolls Royce. Hmm. Even Okada can damage your car. Okada can damage his car. But there is a <laughs> but there is a vehicle you will carry. Anybody that jam you is in trouble. Anybody you jam is what? That's what they spoke about Jesus. He said, this stone, anybody that falls on it will be broken. Anybody he falls on will be shredded to pieces. And Mm. There was an evangelist in our church those days we were, we were over there. He said his name is Daff Engine. No cast no engine Daff. Huh? You know, those language of uh, prophetic people. A man of God, you understand this kind of language. I'm sorry if you are not an evil person. <laughs> is it the way you laugh? Because you will, you did not laugh because this one is our language. Hey. He said he's daft engine. You can't carry him on your back. If you try it, your spinal cord will be broken. You see, the meaning is lost on you. It's only in evil language you can get the meaning. You say you are an evil man. You are not. You are a not man. When you learn our language, I will not believe. Do you know our language? He said no. He said no. Amen. So number one thing here is importunity. Self term importunity. What is importunity? Importunity is just simply the capacity to continue on until you have a result. To go beyond all resistance. 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 Do you know that many times in intercession, the, the reason why intercession is is not uh, as your normal prayer is because you can go for a drinking service. 
Holy Ghost, another measure. Another 1,000. And then you feel happy you are going. Huh? Intercession deals with all obstacles. That's why you need importunity. It already has something it wants to get from it. Soliciting. Sometimes a little bit you will have it sometimes. That's why intercession sometimes one matter you can stay on it for 10 years. My uncle got lost for many years, more than 10 years. Now he's a pastor in, in that our church. Oh, you didn't know? Huh. The man was lost for more than 10 years. They didn't see him, no contact. It's not these days that there is phone. My mother stayed in intercession every night for 10 years. And then one day the man came back. He came back with only polythene nylon, but at least he came back. He woke up one day and something like a scale left him and he felt he should go back home. He did not pack his property, just picked his bag, took transport money and then found himself here. He has not gone back. It was later he started telling us the story of what happened. I will not tell you the story because I okay. Sometimes don't blame me. Some people you are not seeing them, they are not responding to you. And my brother left me, my uncle. Akajimado. There is a hand holding you. Me that is even doing this ministry. See the way I'm doing it. If you leave me like this, there, probably there is a kind of life I would have lived. About tomorrow, if to say they leave you, where where will you be? <laughs> huh? I think I'm gonna need to help me in this. <laughs> <laughs> this man will be will be one of the international prophets in South Africa, Botswana, Zimbabwe, and all those places. By now, he'll be dropping my. <laughs> and he likes it. Hey, this guy, he likes this show too. He would have dealt with it. And there is a way he points his finger. We look at you and say, I see somebody like somebody's that they are calling watchman me. He said, yes, Papa. It's over. <laughs> and you went to school. As if you are not supposed to go to school. <laughs> you know, don't blame me. Me, I saw pure, pure prophetic grace growing up that the ones I'm seeing now my biological father ties rapper and his, his kind of prophecy is 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 seer on a high level his own was so strong he told us he begged God to reduce it because at some point he sees more spirits than human beings he said that sometimes he will go because he was not full time that time he will go to market to do business 
you don't know. <laughs> there are more spirits that come to market than human beings. Even him, he said that two angels follow him for business. One will stand at either side of his shop and be directing people. You think people just come to your shop because they want to. Somebody is directing them. That's why if you come to your shop in the morning, you activate those angels. Tell them, begin to walk. Hey, direct people. I don't want to charge. <laughs> Let's finish our teaching. So, the Bible said, I will avenge her lest her continual coming what? Weary me. Did you see this scripture? This one is weary. I was in just last week and I visited the uh, Prophet Jamfa. So, why are you not doing as if you knew? I visited him. There is one of his sons. That one should be an intercessor when he grows up. So, the one told, told his daddy that we need to visit. I've forgotten the place he called. Hi! Why did I forget it? His dad said, okay. That he has said, if it's possible. He said, Daddy, can I say something? He said, okay. He said it again. Do you know before we drove for 20 minutes, that young man has said it more than 30 to 40 times. He was pressing his father. His father said, okay, I agree. His father used to say, we will not go. After some time, he agreed. After some time, when we finished, we came out, he held the father and was crying, 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 crying. If you carry him, you refuse. He said, Daddy, turn, turn back. Let's go. He was commanding his father to talk. Small boy, oh, but even me, I was feeling for prophet because he was pressing prophet, oh, but he was touching me. Hey! I say, even if I'm the one, if you press me like this, eh, I'm sure it's possible that that young man did not reach the house without the father doing one thing to appease him. What I saw in that young man is somebody that refused to have no answer. Something he knows his father can do. Why? The father is saying tomorrow. The problem is not that he won't go. The father said tomorrow or Monday or next week. I said, no. Why do we need to postpone it tomorrow? Oh God, do it today. Why do we need to postpone tomorrow what can happen today? Say after me, opportunity. You have seen that this judge can give you the result that you need. And he's telling you, come tomorrow. You agree. Do you know what will happen tomorrow? Before tomorrow, another person can come and collect it. Importunity banishes procrastination. An importunate person cannot procrastinate at the same time. The two of them doesn't work together. Like the three hours prayer you are supposed to pray this night. You say, I will pray tomorrow. You are not an importunate man. An importunate man prays round the clock. He prays like he prays like a fountain. Huh? When he, he has prayed in the night three hours, you wake up in the morning, the thing has not happened. He lock himself again and pray for another one hour. He comes out and somebody says something that reminds He enters and prays again. You pray until you see small hand in the sky. You come out with victory. That's how 
In fact, should I tell you, before you enter, even in ministry, there are layers of anointing that is not free of charge. You have to pay a lot of price. And should I tell you, as you are pressing, other people are pressing too. It takes the opportunity to enter into the extraordinary layer of grace. When you see a man carrying an extraordinary layer of grace, a grace that you, you have to count, if you see 1,000 people, you, you can only count 3 to 5 people that have it. It is not free of charge. The person is importunate. I'm not just saying he's praying. There is importunity in his heart when he engages prayer. Sometimes if you see me praying, I will be beating the wall as if I'm fighting with the wall. Physically, this is my hands. I don't know my right hand. This my right hand doesn't feel pain easily. This one feels pain. So I can use this my right hand on this ground. That's why all of you praying is like this. Don't you see the way we pray? It's an extract of a man's spirit. That brutality that has been factored within your spirit, you need to now know what me is now, how my heart is. Don't you see yourself when you pray sometimes eat? What do you call Yes! It will seem as if you will explode. Sometimes I will be looking at my sister. This, this pillar. If you need impartation, go and hold this pillar. Have you not noticed? The kind of prayer that has been poured, or the Naka will hold one side, she will hold one side. This pillar suffers every bedtime. Huh? Lambano. They are holding it as if it's a living organism. It's importunity. You, when you see an importunate person, you can feel it in his voice. Two people can be praying. They are praying the same thing. You can trace importunity in one person's voice. Some of the utterance I put in my prayers is as a result of importunity. How do you get it? No, 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 no. Don't leave me like this. Don't leave me. No, 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 no. I've stayed here too long. No, 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 no. Because as you are saying, no, the man want to leave. He want to escape. He said, no, 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 no. He's saying, I want to, he said, it's not enough. It's not enough yet. It's not enough. More, 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 Jesus, more, 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 When I move like this, my heart is being filled with a matter. 
the texture of that matter is not natural. Can't find it on human plane. Huh? You know the Bible says when he was talking about Esau, he said when he gets angry, he will break the court. That means importunity has is like importunity is like a concussion that you need. Huh? If you want to break into hard realms in God, in the spirit, break hard matters. And that concussion, anger is part of it. Huh? There is a kind of holy anger that you need. There is a kind of holy stubbornness that you, you know that stubbornness. When they are telling you, question one. Turn to your neighbor say, one day question. Some of these people will not understand it. You see, if you have traveled outside Nigeria and you want to come back and you don't have something to 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 show, <laughs> that is better you did not go. It's better you did not go. Turn to your neighbor and say, My sister, don't go back empty handed. Collect something. Collect something. Collect something. Is he not there? Bawato! Ask and you shall receive. Knock. The door will, I don't have time to knock. I don't have time. Bawati door. Do like this. Hold it like this. Close your eyes. Hold it like this. Picture the door in the spirit. Eh? Can you see it now? Can you see it? Can you see it? Can you see it? Can you see it? Uh, some of you now, do your door will be open. It's a spiritual movement now. This is a prophetic action. Prophetic action. Prophetic action. Prophet yes, that young man is under power. He's under power. The power of God is here. It's a prophetic action. Hey! 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 is a prophetic action. If your door has not opened, don't open your eyes. That's what is opportunity. And all the time, you are stopping all the time. Like Samson, we carry the gates of Gaza. We carry it to the mountains. We tear the gates of Gaza. Oh my God. Let me help you and draw it. The boss of Iron are shattered. We tear the gates. We tear the gates. We tear it. We tear it. We tear it. 
In Jesus' mighty name. You cannot tell God when to answer your prayer. Many people, their, their matter is suddenly settled now. You will bring your testimony. God allowing us, next week we will do testimony session. You will see a lot of testimony that came out from this week. You will hear, even in the land, even in Nigeria, even in Eastern, there will be a lot of testimony, a lot of feedback. mighty name. Hebrews chapter Romans chapter 8 The second requirement is knowledge. 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 Let's start from verse 24. We have five more minutes. So I have to run this in five minutes. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what, what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience what? Wait for it. Verse 26. It's after me likewise. The Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not. After me, we know not. So, what is the challenge here? After me, knowledge. So, um, intercession requires a lot of competence in knowledge. And the first knowledge that a man needs, the first layer of knowledge that a man, an intercessor, needs to be exposed to is the knowledge of who we are in Christ Jesus. And in other words, people like E.W. Kenyon, we start calling it the new creation realities. You see, an intercessor will suffer a lot of damage eh? if you are not first of all schooled on who you are. Let me ask you a question. How many of you, you were praying one time and then, probably because you and your sister disagreed in the afternoon. You are now praying in the night. And then you started hearing a voice. Look at you. You that uh, you and this person argue. You have not even settled with her. And you are praying. Once they say it, you say, hey, it's true. Suddenly, something will leave you. The, you can continue the prayer, but you notice that there is no punch in it. Hmm? When a man, even when a man sins, hmm, 
Let's even assume you sinned. I'm not for sin. But you need to understand what is in what is captured for you as a new creature in Christ Jesus. Even when a man sins, he doesn't have business with Satan. Even when you sinned. You have business with two people only. Depending on the kind of sin. Huh? If it is the sin against yourself, you have one person. That is God. But if it is a sin that involves another human being, maybe you offended somebody, you maybe you, you raped somebody, maybe whatever, you stole from somebody, let me not use those big ones. Because I don't believe we do it here. Maybe um, you fought somebody, you abused somebody with your words. Huh? It is not enough oh, to go and ask God for forgiveness. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You have to ask the person. But in this whole thing, where is Satan in it? Guess what? It is Satan that will carry it on his head. Whenever you do anything wrong, have you not noticed Satan now carry it on his head? Is it Satan you offended? No. So why is he carrying it on his head? Because he's the one that will benefit the most when you accept his accusation. When his accusation and guilt trip eh, works out, you are the one that will suffer. He will be the one to gain. He gains the more from your life. The, the life of sin, Satan gains from it. The life of guilt, he gains from it. The life of condemnation, he gains from it. God never gains. You, you never gain. The church never gains. People never gains. So if it is true, you have to identify the people you have to deal with in the cases of trouble. One of the greatest mistakes people make is that when, because once it happens, Satan will bring those arguments. One of the greatest mistakes that people make is that when Satan brings it up, they begin to argue with Satan. You say, you did. You say, no, I didn't do it now. I just did like this. You are a foolish person. See, a servant is only answerable to his master. Why is another master trying to punish another man's servant? It is the master that will determine whether this one is punishable or what or not. That is why when he, you know David is a strange strange guy. He functioned with new creation mindset. So when he sinned and God sent his angel, okay, when he sinned, no, the second one. And they said, what are we going to do to you? Uh, the sword of these people for like this, this one for like this, or the Lord. He said, the Lord though. He said, it's better I'm in the hand of God. You know why? He, under, he understands God. Huh? God cannot continue in his wrath. He can't. So, when God began to move, David went to the threshing floor of honor. And that's where the thing stopped. Because he knows that there are, if it is God, there are certain things he, he has to obey. It. He's the one that put it there, but he will obey it. But Satan knows no break. That guy don't know break. If Satan is dealing with you, you are saying, Can you be by a pussy? Where will he stop? Am I the one that did the worst? Hmm? Oh. The demon will take feedback and say, You don't the pepper. It's after me on Abba. So they will now go and increase the team. That is why when you begin to realize your identity in God 
and begin to go beyond those things. Satan will still bring back those things that used to make you enter depression before. There is nobody it doesn't happen to. Eh? He know that you'll be touching small, small things. You'll still be praying in tongues and it's not working. Then he will go and touch your results. Because he knows now, once he touches your result, you will enter depression. As soon as he touches your result, you can't pray that night. You can't fast for one week. You won't even go to a fellowship meeting. Just let me just stay inside my room and sort out my life. Satan want to have you inside your room alone. Hey. He wants to catch you alone. That you are saying, let me just let me just drink it out. Let me just stay with guys. That's how some people now went back, some ladies went back to the abusive relationship. Because when that thing happened, the only person they know that can listen to them is the guy that they used to have something with. And when they call the guy, the guy will maybe call around 10 or 11 in the night. There is a song that they used to do burial in Ghana. So, once that guy calls you by 11 in the night, what's the song you will sing? So, by 11. Huh? That's where Satan wants to get you. Even when something goes wrong, don't run away from God. Run to God. I say even if you failed, I'm not supporting fornication, masturbation, pornography, even bribe, all those things. Even when it happens, the antidote is not running away. The antidote is running to God. You're running away from God will never solve it. In fact, that you failed should teach you one thing, that you have not touched God enough. Because if you have touched God enough, it would have succored you in those moments. Are you getting my point? What Satan wants you to do many times is to get people to believe that this your weakness is too much for God to conquer. God can conquer other people's masturbation, other people, but my own, I don't make I just the manager. Is a lie. If you ever believe that thing, Satan has won you because the first battle arena is in the mind. The, the, the battle arena is not yet physical, it's in the mind. If Satan wins you in the mind, if Satan makes you small in the mind, if Satan makes you weak in the mind, if he dominates you in your mind, even if you pray for five hours, you just wasted time. Eh? In fact, once Satan catches you in that place where your mind has been disfigured by misinformation, because everything Satan tells a man about himself or his situation is what? Is misinformation. It can't be correct information. Once he, he gets you to that point, any subsequent engagement from that platform, because the power of prayer is in the light. Remember, we are talking about knowledge. Eh? It's the light that you have garnered from the revelation of the scripture. It powers your engagement. Once Satan misinforms you and your counsel is darkened, eh? you, you can still fast for three days. After three days fasting, you will use fornication to break it. Not necessarily because it should be so, but because the light that is powering that spiritual discipline is misinformation. Satan has warned you by knowledge in your mind. He has told you that these three days, when you finish, if anything happens, good. If it doesn't happen, good. And you believe. 
Say after me, if anything happen, good. I didn't hear you. If anything happen, good. If nothing happen, good. Guess what? That is what Satan wants you to believe. But the man that God has entered inside, we say, me, I know that, uh, me, fast for three days and nothing happened. Ah, no. The Bible said, for he has not called the seed of Jacob to what? Seek him in vain. Atila, Atila Baga, Atila Gabaga. Sometimes, I'm worrying. It's not the situation I'm laying hold on. I'm fighting the noise that is in my mind. I'm fighting the voices that is in my mind. Because I know that my power to proceed is dependent on winning that war first. If you don't win that war, you can pray for six hours, you suffer yourself. When you finish, you'll be sick. Eh? Because the power that sustains prayer does not come from man. So if you finally engage that prayer by the energy of the flesh, of which you can do, especially if you already have experience in prayer. If you have experience in prayer, many of your prayer you pray three hours, you actually executed it by your energy as a strong man. Satan will like you to stay like that and produce little or no result after. When you want to climb up, he will flog you with another one. He will ask you, the one you have done for four years, where is the result? Eh? Just pray for other things. Leave this one. Say after me, pray for other things. Leave this one. How many of you, what I'm saying here, am, am I talking to somebody? I fight these things with all my power. You know, eh? hey, Jesus. Satan is tricky. He, and sometimes he will use that deception to even steal the power of your spiritual discipline and engagement. A time came, God told me to give to somebody. And I don't know how I did it. I now told the person, I want to give to you. Eh? When I was about sending the money, Satan now told me, the Bible said, see, uh, for spiritual people, Satan will not use carnal things to win you. He will use your Bible. He will use those things. He will use prayer. He will use the things you are conversant with. He will use a dream to defeat you. He will give you a dream that is negative. Meanwhile, God has told you, I want to visit you in this season. You now dream a dream where you lost everything. Which one will you believe? Show me Isaiah chapter 53. Whose shall we believe? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Huh? Whose report will you believe? See, my brother, I believe what God told me more than the dream I had in the night. My, my dream, sorry, prophet, I extol your ministry. But I believe what God told me more than the prophetic word. So let me tell you how prophetic word. You see, the prophetic realm sometimes is, it functions with predictability. So, when you press in by the eye of the Spirit, you will see the possible outcome. If we continue like this, this is the possible outcome. Which is why when a prophet tells you this is what is about to happen, and you go and pray for three days with fasting, that thing will not happen. Meaning that standing here without doing anything will give this result. Which is correct. But when you stand here and do something else, the result will change. Meaning that what the prophet just did his duty by picking what is in the spirit and delivering to you. 
Huh? So if Satan come and say that there will be violence on Friday of, of International Sonship Conference, that nothing will happen, there will be no movement, that is what that that thing he said is what he wants to do. Is it not true? Correct. I agree. But there is something higher and there is something better. And that is what God wants to do. That is the one I will believe. Eh? When Satan is saying some things, new creation, your understanding of who you are in Christ, of who you are, the things that God has done for you, of where you should be, of what should be for you, eh? should make you to ask, what is God saying about this my kind of situation? And what ought I to do? Leave what Satan is saying first. You will die in this sickness because it's where you committed fornication and caught HIV. So you will now die in it. Who said so? Is it what the Bible said? You can't see it anywhere in the Bible. Sorry, you can't see it. If God start killing us because of our sin, all of us would have died. Even the person that is thinking is holy, that God should heal you because you are doing well. The reason why those self-righteous people don't receive healing is because they think they deserve it. That is why when you come on a crusade ground, it's unbelievers that get healed the most. Do you know why? They know that they don't deserve it. God, if you want to do it, me, I know, say, I know deserve it. God died for the people that does, does not deserve it. In fact, the Bible said that Jesus even received gifts, even for the rebellious. So what is it? Even for the what? Rebellious. He still received gift. You have to know who you are. So, Satan now came and, and told me that the Bible said that whatever your right hand is doing, your left hand, you know, you have collected your blessing, Oga. And my brother, the money ran into hundreds of, hundreds of thousands. God wanted to do something for me and told me to do that thing. When he said it, because of what I know, I said, Satan, you lied. Huh? You lied. I cannot lose my blessing. I cannot lose my reward. Get out of my head, you voice of demons. I told God, what are you still saying? You know what I normally decide? I say, I told God, see, you will give me my, even if I make mistake. Okay, Baba, I have made mistake. Huh? I, don't, I know. I'm not arguing. Huh? There is mercy. Huh? There is grace. But this one, you have to do it. Hmm? What did David do to deserve it? Nothing. Mercy. Grace. Huh? He labeled the one he should do. But when he mattered the most, it was mercy that powered him into it. Father, I know I have not done everything well. But this one, what we, we need to kill Satan first. The, see, me, I know how to argue. I know how to present matters before God. I told God, look at this thing now. Even if what Satan is saying is true, huh? who will win? Is him. I know you don't want him to win. Me too, I don't want him to win. So, two of us are in this side. Satan is here. So, you are my friend. Satan is our enemy. Father, let's win Satan first. Then when we win Satan, me and you, we will what? <laughs> it's better me and you are settling. Than me and Satan is settling. That is new creation reality. It has to be in your mind. Don't settle with Satan. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't settle with Satan. You are not owing him, my friend. He didn't die for you. He didn't save you. He didn't create you. He has not done anything for you. Why is he demanding something from your life? You will see a lady just because some things happened during her childhood 
And then they factored something through the umbilical cord. The thing started disturbing her. And some demons will be speaking and say, We own her. Who told that devil that he owns a human being? How dare you? How dare you shut and say you own a human being? He doesn't have that power. Sorry, that's my face. I have to look at your face to find out how my face is looking. <laughs> Forgive me for that. His garment. His garment. Don't be naked. Who is wearing a suit here? <laughs> come, come, let me use you for example. You can wear a suit like this and be very naked in the spirit. Say, God, please, make I know they're naked. So, physical clothes does not cover nakedness. What covers nakedness is the glory of God. So that's the first thing you need to know. Then there is the knowledge of prophetic insight. That one, I think my sister touched it day before yesterday. It is intercession becomes powerful eh? when there is an eye, the ego eye, that can see. Eh? The ego eye will be directing our energy. So that we don't expend energy. Are you getting the point? You don't just expend energy anywhere. I think this one, everybody knows this one. Intercession becomes direct and powerful when there is I. I remember those days we were young. Because my father is a prophet and is a prayer and prophetic ministry. My father will be praying. He will call prayer point and will be praying, 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 praying. Those things you used to see those days. <laughs> me, I, me, I'm not interested. I shall. We are praying. You say that. And my food donator. One, two, three. There was a man. If I, if I explain the man now, some of you can even know the man. He's still serving in Nigerian government now. The first time he got his ticket, I was among the people that laid hands on him. In that our small church and gave him his ticket. My father said that those three those three vultures are three powerful occultic politicians that sat on his ticket. That if we pray that it will be lifted, we pray. He said that two has left, is remaining one. See, that thing now, are you getting where I'm going? Is prophetic insight to guide you to what you need to do. Not just pray, you know that you are dealing with occultic power. And you need to know the kind of occultic power. Huh? The way you deal with those people that fly is not the way you deal with the one that crawl, like Python. Is, is a little bit different. Huh? Because if it's the way the people that fly, they can you and them can meet in the air. But if it's these people that is on the ground, sometimes you might not win them. If you are flying, their impact will not get you as long as you are floating. But the day you become normal, you will notice that masturbation, all your weaknesses will come back. But if you are fasting, you are praying, you are on. It will seem as if those things that used to happen to you, they stop for three months. How many of you has happened to you? 
For three months, like somebody told me that he thought he was free. Say after me, I thought I was free. I didn't hear you. I say after me, I thought I was free. Do you know why? He was flying above the realm of the powers that can bind him. He was fasting and praying after six months. You know, I said, uh-huh. make man rest. Say after me, make man rest. In the night, he slept for 10 hours. During the day, he, he ate by 6.30 in the morning. Then ate by 12.30 in the afternoon. Then ate brunch. <laughs> if you want to touch God, brunch. Say after me, brunch. brunch. Should not be in your dictionary. Brunch. You eat breakfast, eat lunch, eat brunch, eat dinner. Then you eat appetizer. Then you wake up in the night and check the fridge. I think you have inspiration. That's why I want me. I have lacked is on what when you finish eating it. When you finish, say, God, I know you are my God. <laughs> and some ladies know how to manipulate God. They know they are lazy, lazy set of ladies. So they will come and say, My daddy, I know your love. You are my daddy. I'm your baby. Hold me in your arms. Hold me oh, and then she will cry. You will find uh, Messi Chimo and then do one worship and cry for 10 minutes and say, uh-huh, I've covered it. The demon that is coming for you if you don't buckle up. They don't deal with demons that generate their energy from altars with emergency prayers. Huh? If it's an altar powering your affliction, you don't deal with it with emergency prayers. You deal with it with prayers that is regimented. Whether you feel like or not, 12, you stagger out. Sometimes, forget this thing we are saying, spirit of prayer, that one, that one. Hmm. Sometimes I will stagger out to pray in the night. My brother, my leg is working, my eye is closed. I'm telling you, Look at him, exercise it. The thing refused. I have to, you know, we have to say this one. If not, people will be deceived, though. They'll be looking at me and say, Somebody said, if you pray for me, prayerlessness will, I will, I will pray all my life. And then, this guy doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't know that the use of cold water sometimes is that when it touches your face, cold water chases away sleep faster than hot water. Eh? Sometimes pray outside. Pray outside. Leave your bed. Leave your bed. Mr. Lekwa? Leave your bed. Leave your bed alone. Stop kneeling beside the bed. You will kneel beside the bed and start praying. He said, in Jesus' name, nah, Jesus. I don't know what the hell for. I think we need to stop here. I have three more things to show you, but I think we need to stop here. Ask God in the next one minute to make this thing a reality in your heart. Beyond the teaching, let it be functional in your heart. Pray. Go ahead and pray. 
pray for the next two minutes. 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 Shuhada kamande rediya sosalaba. Greater the hamantar. Greatoriatas. Sinaman degerente. Let it brought us sosanabahata. Let it not end in my head. Let it become an experience in my life. Oh God. The wisdom, the knowledge, the power, the grace, the strength, the opportunity, the insight, the skills, the burdens. Shukate, Ambreko Pataharatar, Venetende de Brento, Iskali, Skali de Mante, de Grata Parandala, Rabba Papatante, Letekiantoramante, Abragata Papanatakatash. Ah. Ratapapambre, Ibrakota Kapampa, Tatabati, Katimante, Brekapatante, Lepamanta, Ruakatakapamba, Brada Kapatada Kapatida, Ietepente, Granto Pada, Yamana Kapante, Yamana Kapante, Apapata, Gratapataka, Patalatada, Ratakatakam, Redetelebento, Ratakapapapada, Bakatida, Takapata, Ambapamba, Brakatakapam, Pedete, Rakatakapam.
Nigeria must be free. Nigeria must be liberated from the shackles of darkness. they came with packages and they want to answer prayers can you present your request in one minute whatever it is this is just a bonus a bonus a bonus make your request in one minute make your request Yeah. 
Jesus. Mighty name. From the honor of the altar and the office of my calling, I release your answers in the name of Jesus. I say I release your answers in the name of Jesus. I say I release your answers in the name of Jesus. Believe the Lord your God. And he shall be established. Believe his prophets. I say may it be so in the name of Jesus. May it be so in the name of Jesus. May it be so in the name of Jesus. <laughs>